0: The views expressed by your hosts, Austin and Landon, are not necessarily the views of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Let's lean in as Austin and Landon connect with this week's Tycoons.
1: Good afternoon, Tycoons, and welcome to today's episode of Tycoons of Small Biz. I'm your host, Austin Peterson, coming to you live from the Business Radio X studios in Tempe, Arizona. I'm also joined by our guest today, Brandon Barnum, CEO of HOA.com. And then we always uh, have the best co-host in the business, Landon Mance, coming to us live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have the conversation. So before we jump in, uh, if you're listening to this podcast or radio program for the first time, we just want to let you know what this program is all about. This is a business program that is all about small business by small business. And our job here is to highlight small businesses throughout our country that are doing really important things. Um, mo- first and foremost, propping up the American economy. We believe that 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 uh, small business owners are truly the backbone of the American economy, and that's why we host this program. And we're excited to have one of those tycoons of small biz on the program today, Brandon Barnum, CEO of HOA.com. So Brandon, before we jump in and, and talk all about HOA.com and the successes that you guys are having there, We always uh, have our guests back up a little bit and tell us about themselves personally. So tell us where you grew up. Tell us about your family life. uh, Just give us some background on who Brandon is.
2: Okay. Yeah, you bet. So grew up in Portland, Oregon, lived there till I was 43 and decided that I was done being in the rainforest and ready to move down to the desert of Phoenix. Uh, Married. I have three kids 28, 21, and 18. Uh, Just Proud father and happily married man and been with my wife. We're about to celebrate our 24th wedding anniversary. Been together 28 years and met in marketing class at Portland State University back in the day. Because I've been self-employed, all of my adult life. I've had the pleasure of coaching my kids. We were talking a little bit about baseball before we got started here. And I spent 10 years coaching my kids, baseball, football, basketball, and just part of the best times of my life were being out there on the field or the court with my kids.
1: Yeah, I I can certainly echo that. We, you know, like you said, we talked about it before and our our kids are relatively the same age. Our, Our, my two are the same age as your youngest two. So 21 and 18. You know, self-employment does have its advantages if you're careful about it, that you can be flexible with your time and, and be there for your family for those important events. So I, I can certainly echo that. And it was a combination of sporting events and dance competitions and all those <laughs> kinds of things. So, you know, one, one of my daughter's favorite pictures, really actually probably my wife's favorite pictures is of me, Uh, At one of her dance competitions that I had ridden my bike to because I was training for an Ironman competition at the time And so I I rode my bike, I think 34 35 miles or something to go to be there in time for the uh, for the dance competition But to still be able to be there. So
2: that's awesome. That takes commitment.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was fun I was also about uh, 15 20 pounds lighter at that point.
2: Well riding your bike that far will get you in shape (laughs) quick won't it?
1: (laughs) Yes, it will All right. So let's start by uh, explaining a little bit about HOA.com. What is HOA.com, for example? Those who are are listening are not exactly sure what it is. Everybody thinks HOA, obviously Homeowners Association. I've got one of those, and sometimes they're the bane of my existence, and sometimes I'm really glad that they're there, right?
2: 100%. 100%. Yeah, so we actually started out as thehomeowneralliance.com. We set out on a mission. You talk about empowering small business owners. That's really what we set out to do. I was in the mortgage business for 12 years in my late 20s. I became a single dad and had to find a way to provide for my son and I back in my late 20s after college you know, met my wife when my son was one year old, and then at two, I got custody. So had to figure some stuff out, got in the mortgage business, took my income from $20,000 a year to $200,000 a year at about 18 months as a result of learning the process of generating raving referrals. And so that's what I teach. And now with the Homeowner Alliance, we were able to acquire HOA.com last year. So what we say is that from a, a public-facing perspective, HOA.com connects homeowners to professionals they can trust, where we really build our business and make our money is helping business owners and specifically professionals who serve homeowners connect, collaborate, cross-promote, and build their businesses together. So we say it's kind of like an Angie's List meets B&I. We connect those professionals, we certify them, so we only choose four- and five-star-rated companies that have been in the business at least five years. They've proven their quality, and then we help them build out their referral partnerships because they're all working and serving the same ideal client, which is a homeowner.
1: All right, so... So let's back up a little bit. Give us kind of an ideal, you know, or sure. I should what I should say is give us a laundry list of the types of professionals that you work with that are on your platform. Sure. And then and then talk to us about what it is that that they get out of being part of HOA. Yeah, you bet. So
2: so we have kind of the white label, the white collar professionals, I should say, the realtors, insurance agents, financial planners, uh, mortgage professionals, those that kind of move paper if you will, as I kind of describe it. Those are the kind of the white collar professionals that serve homeowners insurance agents. Then we also have the blue collar guys, right? The painters, the plumbers, the HVAC guys, the garage door repairmen. So um, all of those professionals are, are a perfect fit for us. And again, we take them through an interview application process. And then once we certify them as a certified pro, then we we give them the tools to better promote themselves, they have a profile on our platform, and then we empower them with the raving referrals, courses, and and methodology, and then, We have another level, which is out of those certified pros, then a few top picks become our premier pros, and those are the people that we really highlight. We get them featured on the cover of Homeowner Magazine. They have an exclusive, kind of like B&I, we only select one realtor per zone. So here in the Phoenix market, we have 16 different zones that make up the market. So we select one person per industry and per area, and then we really not only proactively promote them to homeowners, but also help them create those referral partnerships. I love that. But I want to know more about kind of like how,
3: how did that model come about? Um, Maybe you can just kind of address that. And then just for anybody that's listening that may not know what BNI is, maybe you can just kind of briefly explain that so they can kind of draw a comparison.
2: Yeah, you bet. So, With BNI, what they have is there's about 275,000 business professionals, last I checked, around the world that participate in local leads groups. And these people meet at the same location, the same day and time each week, and they really build strong relationships. They allow one person per chapter, per industry, and the whole focus is to build your business together. So we sort of took that approach and apply it to our digital platform. And what we say is we're building the number one. Referral network for professionals who serve homeowners. Okay.
3: Yeah, I love it. Yes, yeah, so I was actually I was in a LaTip, Oh yeah, which is very similar to to BNI. It's a networking, uh, you know, structured networking Correct. group. You meet other professionals, and you, you know, the goal is to help each other. You know, build your businesses through through referrals. So.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. so it's interesting you bring up LaTip. I love that for a couple reasons. Number one, I was just having breakfast with their CEO a few weeks ago. LaTip's based out of here in, in Mesa, Arizona, and I've known their CEO, Kim Branch Pettit, for about 10 years. I was the CEO of a previous platform called Trusted Team, and, and we actually built Trusted Team with this same purpose of helping business professionals create these referral partnerships. We ended up merging that company with another, and we created Refer.com. And then we did, uh, that company was acquired back in 2019, but I'm a huge LaTip fan and seldom known secret is that Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI was in LaTip before he started BNI. So <laughs> BNI is the, is the
1: child of LaTip. Very few people know
2: that. The only reason I know is Kim Marie told me personally.
1: That's interesting because everybody knows, I I would say that BNI is definitely more well-known than LaTip. Absolutely. They're larger, but LaTip is
2: growing quickly, and and they've just got such a loyalty within their organization. I'm a huge fan, but if I say LaTip, not everybody knows that. More people recognize BNI.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's great.
2: And we encourage, quite quite frankly, one thing that's interesting about our model, because I, when I was meeting Kim Marie, I think it was three weeks ago now, the first thing out of her mouth when we sat down, we've been friends for a decade now, she said, you and I are in competition with each other. I said, what do you mean, Kim Marie? She said, well, I understand you just launched this new Premier Pro program, and now you're selecting just one person per market. And, and, you know, we are collaborative. And that's what I said to her. I said, look, Kim Marie, we're not exclusive. We want your referrals, your people, your members to be referring to members in that chapter. And so from our perspective, we are abundance prosperity thinkers. We believe that people should belong to a BNI Chapter, a Latip chapter, a chamber of commerce, because in that local network, that's when you really build those strong relationships. But the reality is, a lot of people either can't get in because their category is already taken, or they just don't have time to commit to a weekly meeting. And so we come in as an adjunct and just add
1: more promotional power to the mix. Gotcha. So tell us a little bit more about the selection process for the pros. I mean, what is it that they're going through to? To become a premier partner, to be, you know, a, well, I forget what you said the level was below that. Certified pro and premier pro. Yep. Yeah. So tell us about that yeah. uh, selection process.
2: So they start off and, and typically most people go to HOA.com slash pro. They'll fill out the application and the application we're asking for information about them and their business. And then we do a background check. You know, we we look at how long they've been in business. We look at their, their ratings and reviews online. We only uh, accept professionals that are four and five star rated companies. That's all you see on refer.com, excuse me, HOA.com. And, and we're also looking for our target is five years or more in business. Now we'll make an exception here and there because sometimes people have worked in the industry prior, but they just started their company four years ago, but they've got 10 years experience in the industry. So those are the, the number one things that we look for in the pros. And then we interview them. So once they sort of, uh, approve or or um, are approved with the background check and the, the due diligence process, then we do an interview and have a conversation just to make sure that they share that spirit of generosity and that they're going to be a good fit and a, a giver in the network. We're not just looking for people that are going to sit back and take, but people that are going to give and contribute. And that's really how you build your business is by giving first.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, Landon and I, in our in our business, we, you know, there's personal introductions is a term that we use. Sure. Uh, we refer our clients to estate planning attorneys or CPAs, for example, or a mortgage loan officer. They're, I mean, it's it's kind of built into our DNA. I mean, I think that also our clients are, are very used to giving us all of their information and we identify needs or, uh, you know, another one would be a homeowner's insurance agent or, you know, somebody for home and auto, that sort of thing, or commercial liability insurance, all those types of things come up in the financial planning process that Landon and I take our clients through. Did you say that financial planners can be part of this as well? Yes, sir. So basically six months ago, you wouldn't have let Landon in because he was on his own and he he hadn't merged his practice with mine. No comment. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but uh, so we actually just formed a brand new entity, right? Yes. So we don't have a five-year history with that, that entity. But the fact that Landon's got 12 or so uh, years of industry experience, I've got 20 years of industry experience, we would still qualify if we chose to be part of the uh, network, right? Yep. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Yeah, At least it,
2: on, on the experience category, you would get the check mark. Yes. Yeah. You well, get the gold star.
1: Yeah. Can can we run just my background check and not Landon's? <laughs> <laughs> I could go with this all day long, Landon. Those are
3: skeletons <laughs> that we do not want to be pulling out of the closet.
1: <laughs> You're
3: a good sport, Landon. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta yeah. be. I gotta be. Yeah, he gets so, it every
1: week. He's gotta be.
3: It's all, in, it's all in good fun. That's why we
2: work so well together. We laugh a lot. But I love what you're talking about, you know, because Austin, you know, when it comes to those personal introductions, there is a difference. And some people don't feel comfortable with the word referral. I'm personally, I, I graduated from college with a degree in marketing. I never once heard about referrals. In four years of college, the word referral was never once mentioned. I think it's a crime and a shame, especially with, in our research, 76% of the business owners that we've surveyed have said that referrals are their number one source of business. And this is over thousands of respondents over years and years that we've run the survey. And it's just amazing to me that very few people have ever been taught the art and science of generating raving referrals. So What I did is I took all that knowledge and I've got a book coming out. It's not available yet, so I'm just going to tease you with it right now. The book is called Raving Referrals. It'll be out uh, in September. But uh, one of the things that I'm looking for, the book's completely written. It's with the publisher in New York. And the last piece is adding our experts and influencers category because just what you're doing right here is what every business professional should be doing to build their credibility and their visibility, right? That authority factor, which creates social trust and social proof that attracts people to you. The more you can get the word out about what you do and really help people learn about you as a person beyond the professional, the more they're going to be interested in doing business with you, which is why I said yes to your invitation today. So thank you.
1: Yeah, no, we appreciate that. And it's funny because Landon and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. It, it always shocks me when a business owner turns us down to even have a discussion about being on our podcast. Right. You know, I, I mean, we're, we go, you know this because we went through it with you. We go through a pre-qualification process to make sure that it's a right fit for our show. Right. But it's shocking to me that when there's an initial reach out on LinkedIn that a business owner would actually tell us no before even discovering what it what it's about, because you're absolutely right. You've got to get your name out there. You've got I mean, you're not Amazon, right? You're not running a commercial on national television during the Super Bowl, or you know, anything like that. Right. So you, you got to kind of build it, but you hit something that I, that I thought was interesting and that's not having referral mentioned during your marketing undergrad. And Landon is also a marketing undergrad. So I'd be interested to hear if, if he had the same experience when he, uh, studied marketing in undergrad.
3: Yeah. I mean, from, from, from what I can recall, those were some hazy, hazy days. But
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> but
2: not sure if I he's talking recall, about the beer or the, the smoke in the room. I'm not sure. <laughs>
3: yeah. both. Well, maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but no, no. I mean, you know, thinking back, Brandon, I, I, I mean, I definitely did not take a class where there right. was a, a, a focus on anything like this. I mean, maybe Maybe it was mentioned here or there in some case studies you know, that we reviewed, uh, but no, I mean, I'd, I'd have to, I'd probably have to agree with you and say that I don't recall it ever really being taught in any class in my undergrad.
2: No, and it's a shame, right? Because that's the number one thing, especially business professionals, anybody that works by getting their business from a word of mouth recommendation, introduction, whatever term you want to put on it. Your business is fully dependent on the amount of prospects that you can attract from other professionals and what I teach is who already serve your ideal clients. What you just discussed, Austin, was working with the CPAs, the insurance commercial insurance advisor, estate planning attorney. You've got your core team or what I call a trusted team that you're going to refer your clients to and they should be referring back to you. But very few people understand how to actually create that. So I just got finished for HOA. We just completed our referral partner blueprint. So when somebody comes on as a certified pro or a premier pro, then that's one of the things that we empower them with is basically the blueprint. Here's how you do it. Here's the scripts here's what you say, here are how you uh, strategically connect with the the perfect prospects and partners for your business. And when you do that, everything just moves with such velocity and ease that it makes everything flow so much better.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept that every consumer understands, right? They may tell you that they're uncomfortable referring or, you know, specifically in our industry, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm pretty sure they've already got their stuff taken care of. I don't want to talk to them about their finances, right? right? Right. Well, we're not asking you to talk to us about, uh, talk to them about your finances, right? Or their finances. We're just wanting the introduction. And this is why the, the reality is, if I think about the personal services that I've had done recently in my life, yep. every one of them came from a referral from somebody else. Every one. I've got tile going on in my house right now. I've got right. countertops coming behind. I just had my roof replaced. Like every single person or company that did those things came from a referral That's right. from somebody else that had this company do those things for them.
2: And that's because referral works. And so I brought some referral statistics just for those guys that like the data, the science, the proof and the facts. And so the reason why is that 90% of people trust recommendations from people they know. So when somebody recommends you, you already come pre-trusted. There's another statistic. Research has been done. People are 400% more likely to buy from you when they come through referral. So you literally can increase your closing rate 4x. And especially if you're in B2B, 84% of B2B sales start with a referral. So it's so important for your business. And again, this should be taught in every university in America.
1: Yeah, agreed.
2: I'm working on that though. Hey, first I got to do the book. We've got a curriculum coming out next and then we'll be teaching these classes and honestly in the book we'll be uh, applying or or doing a call to action for those that we want to become a raving referral certified trainer because we're going to build an alliance of business coaches, financial advisors, insurance brokers who become certified to teach this in their local markets. So important for small business everywhere.
3: I absolutely love what you're saying there. And I want to ask you something that I I think you probably have a pretty good idea as to what the answer is. So you said um, 76% of business owners surveyed said that the bulk or the majority or all of their- Number one. Okay. Yeah. Number one source of their business. So as a follow-up to that, what percentage of business owners actually have a defined process to obtain proactive Referrals. Yeah, you know, you
2: uh, well, I, I'm not going to give you what I think. I'm going to give you what we found, right? Because we did okay. a survey and we asked that very question is what percentage of you actually have a system in place to build and manage your referrals? 12% is what we found now. You wow. know, that's research from a few years ago, but I'm sure if we did the study today, it may even have dropped a little bit, especially with social media being so prevalent. Uh, social media was just coming on when we started doing those surveys, and now I think you'll you'll find that's even even more true today. Why do you think that's the
3: case? Why why is that number so low?
2: Well, when you think about it, okay, let's say I'm an HVAC professional, right? I own my HVAC business. I've become an expert at heating and air conditioning, right? So I know where all the I'm a mechanic, essentially, if you think about it. I know how to go out there. I'm gonna take my truck, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna analyze how to manage and make your heating amazing in your home and give you the perfect temperature every time. Well, most often the time, these guys come up through the trades, right? So they, they usually work as an apprentice or an employee for somebody else. After several years, they've mastered the craft. Then it's time to open their own business. They go down to the secretary of state, they register their company, and then they put their shingle out there, right? Maybe they have a website. Maybe they don't. We're blown away by how many people, companies, and even solopreneurs don't even have a website. Maybe they've relied on a social media page. They've got a Facebook page. In some cases, they Don't even have that. So, when you think about what these people are really good at, especially the blue collar guys, the white collar professionals are typically the ones that have more education on building your business. You guys in the financial services sector, you have training from your company. I'm sure Lincoln Financial is ensuring that you have some courses or at least access to the education and information. But these blue collar guys don't. So, it's up to them to go seek out that information. And often, they're just trying to focus on taking care of their schedule and and taking care of their clients today.
1: Yeah. They're, they're stuck in the weeds, so to speak, right? They're working in their
2: business instead of on their business, right? Yep. So that's what we want to change. And that's one of the things that we're committed to at HOA.com is really empowering and equipping these people so they understand where their business comes from and they start to build more strategic alliances or what we call referral partnerships with other complementary professionals who are serving homeowners each and every day, they're already out there. You know, you partner with an electrician, his job is to go meet with homeowners or if they're doing commercial business owners every day. So why wouldn't you go partner with those people and cross refer and cross promote? It only makes sense yet. Very few people do it.
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that, actually, because, you know, you'd think, right, maybe an electrician and a plumber should partner up or an HVAC and a plumber, you know, whatever. Th- those kind of make sense. Yep. But I've had one recently where a an IT professional who specifically focused on setting up security systems and audio video systems and all those kinds of things inside of your house partnered with an HVAC guy sure. and they actually put to put out this you know we'll come over and and we'll assess your internet speed as well as check your AC units and make sure they're ready for summer. And Correct. we'll we'll charge you a hundred bucks to do both of those together. Brilliant! Like they literally Brilliant. came in together and I hired both of them and they came right? in and, and did that. And then the IT guy, I actually had do some more work and paid him some additional, but I thought, man, they, I mean, Isn't the fact that, that, that they smart? thought of that was awesome. Yeah, so
2: I call that joint consultations. So in the book, the fourth chapter or fourth section of the book, I should say, is there's 21 different cross-marketing, co-marketing campaigns that we teach. And that one is called joint consultations, right? Where you actually build your business together because there's so many instances like that where two different professionals can come together. You know, you think of you as a financial services professional. Wouldn't it make sense for you to do an analysis or a consultation? with a CPA in the room. Right now, some clients will feel comfortable with that. Some won't. You'll have to kind of assess and make sure. So I don't recommend it on a first meeting, on an initial consultation. But on that second consultation, what if you bring, if that's a business owner, for example, you can add so much value to your client by going beyond the financial management of what they do with their profits and their equity Right? And actually help them manage their P&L and their balance sheet. And that's what the accountant is excellent at doing. So when you partner with experts that are already serving the same client, and especially if you bring them in and start offering to do that for your clients, what do you think they're going to do for their clients? Yeah, Give first, show the example, and then enroll and enlist them in doing the same on the other
1: side, and you can 10X your business over a, a couple of years. I agree. I think it's a unique way of putting, or you know, putting it together and joint marketing. I, I would have to think about how we would do that, yep. right? Sure. Specifically with with our business, but we do we do uh, coordinate yep. an awful lot with CPAs and estate planning attorneys, right? Because you're absolutely right in in our business. And so, not to put the focus on our business because that's not the point, but you know, you've got a CPA who has their blinders on and they look this way and all they care about is, like you said, the PL or the taxes of the business and right. they're going to focus on that. And then you've got an attorney that focuses on the legal aspects of the business. And Landon and I spend an awful lot of time getting all of them to coordinate together, sit around the same table and they're going to weigh in on what pertains to the tax side, they're going to weigh in on what pertains to the legal side, and we're going to look at it all together and say, well, that's an important point, and yes, that's an important point, but if we just focus on on doing it that way, then we have an effect over here. So we've all got to be going the same direction and come up, come up with the best outcome overall for the business owner rather than just the best tax outcome.
2: Correct. Yeah. You know, the best example I've seen of this was recently, and, and I'm, I'm doing a webinar for this guy tomorrow down in Austin, Texas. He's a business coach and he, he invited me to come and speak with, he has a business power team is what he calls it. When he, he specializes in coaching home service Professionals and um, owners of home services companies, and when he brings on a new client, he invites them in to a special session where he has his business power team assembled. And so there's an attorney, there's an accountant, there is a tech guy, there is a video production expert. Uh, I think there's a social media, and and I've only been on one meeting, so I'm probably missing a few. But he's literally assembled his business power team, and then he brings his client into this joint consultation. And they all work together. That way, everybody is coordinating and triangulating the information so that he's not getting recommendations from one person to do one thing and a recommendation from somebody else to do something that's in conflict or contradiction with that. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a great way to do it for sure, and obviously those everybody sitting around the table is happy to do those meetings because then they're potentially picking up a new client for themselves to do exactly what they're there to be the expert for.
2: They were all smiling and looking at at it as an initial client discovery call, in essence. Yep. Yep. And for them, they do it weekly, so they've got a standing call every Wednesday, thirty minutes. They've got just scheduled on their calendar. They know that they'll be there, and that way, when he, the business coach is bringing new clients in, or or maybe he's inviting a past client or an existing client back on to analyze or look at something, everybody's getting the same advice and, and coordination. It's brilliant, okay. Brandon.
3: I'm I've never really heard of somebody doing that. I'm I'm super fascinated by what you're describing here. So if I if we can just stay on this just for another you know minute or two, so. Okay. I just want to understand so it's a business coach correct and he'll invite one of his clients to come to this scheduled meeting and there'll be there'll be a, a handful of other service providers and they how, how do you determine what's going to be talked about at this meeting or is it just based on what the the client needs or how how does that How does that
2: happen? That's a really great question, Landon. And again, I've only sat in on one of them. I was on for 30 minutes and 15 of that minutes was me, telling them about HOA.com. So what I experienced in the first 15 minutes is he actually invites all of his new clients to come on. So in this case, he had two different companies. One was a roofer and one was a landscape design company, right? So he had invited these two clients to come on. And then what he did was he had each of his business power team spend 30 60 seconds introducing themselves and kind of explaining what they do and then he 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 had his clients then come on and explain what they do as well. So it was kind of like a mini Latip meeting if you will, but it was a great opportunity, completely comfortable and casual and he guided the conversation for those first 15 minutes and in my case and he brought in an outside expert to come speak about a topic. So I don't believe he does that on the regular. I think that was kind of a special deal and typically he's just managing that conversation. But I'm happy to follow up with him. I'll have a conversation with him tomorrow, Landon. So I'll see if I can get you some more info about his his agenda that he uses.
3: Yeah, interesting. All right,
2: I appreciate it. Interesting.
3: Yeah, I just I've never really heard of something kind of positioned in that manner. So I'm just uh, curious how that uh, kind of plays out.
2: I was so excited to see it because I teach it in the book and Landon, I hadn't seen it in in live action either. This was the first time that i would actually seen someone doing what I've been saying for people to do. So I, I thought it was brilliant. I've seen accountants and attorneys do it. I've seen financial advisors and accountants do it. But this is the first time I've seen a coach and consultant kind of
1: bring in and
2: assemble his team and introduce new clients. Brilliant.
1: Yeah, I think it makes good sense, actually. If you, if you think about it from his viewpoint, they've hired him for his expertise and how he helps build service teams. And he brought his team in and said, this is how I do it. Right. These are the people. These are the important aspects. You run all day long doing whatever it is that you do, landscape design or plumbing or whatever. And you focus on that and you're really, really good at it. But I'll bet you're not so good at keeping the books. And I'll bet you're not so good at producing videos for social media and this and this and this. These are all important aspects of building your business to what you want it to be. So I've invited these special guests to be here today to explain what it is that they do and how they can help you do the same thing. Absolutely.
2: And rather than them, those professionals going out there and kind of using people that aren't recommended, they've got a trusted team of pros that are used to working together,
1: and then they cross-refer all the time. Yeah. So I've got a sneaking suspicion that we've got some people listening to the show today that are home service pros, right? they haven't heard of hoa.com i'm sure they're on the website checking it out right now but for those who haven't actually gotten on there yet or they're not a member of hoa.com you know you talked earlier about the blueprint right, right? right. and you help them to kind of build that so just kind of give us an you know an off the cuff view of what that does and why somebody who runs a home service based business would be interested in in getting that blueprint from you and and joining HOA.com?
2: Yeah, you bet. Thank you for that question. I appreciate it. So number one, this is the referral partner blueprint. So this is one of four main pillars that I teach in the Raving Referrals book and program. And this is about building profitable partnerships. With that program, that's about assembling your power team, identifying who you're going to build your business with. And what I say is you don't want to be the lone ranger out there, right? And maybe you've got Tonto by your side, but But that's it, right? You don't want to be out there horseback riding on the range all by yourself. You really should be building a business, building your business in partnership with other people that you know, like, and trust and love hanging out with. I mean, back when I was in the mortgage business, I, again, back in my twenties, I figured this out because I was mentored, right? I found a great mentor and that mentor told me what, how they got to a, a six-figure income pretty quickly and, and had really created their life by design. And that's what something I wanted to do rather than life by default, right? So if you're designing your life and you're designing your business, that's what the referral partner blueprint does is help you identify who should you be partnering with them uh, with how do you approach them strategically and then how do you co-market or cross promote with those professionals so those are the three pillars of the referral partner blueprint that we teach and you know it's just a powerful program and we've seen it I, again it it took my income from 20 to 200,000 10x in 18 months in my 20s as a single dad you know if I can
1: figure it out so can you <laughs> so do you go as far as actually providing a quasi script of how to approach people and is it on social media? Is it cold calling? What, what is, give us a little more information there.
2: Yeah, great question. So we do give a number of scripts. And in the book, Raving Referrals, I have a whole section, which is just the script. So at the end of the book, I give you all the scripts that are in the four different sections of the book. But there's absolutely a best way to approach somebody. And we always tell you, work with your warm network. Number one, I don't ever recommend somebody goes out in cold markets because I don't want to do that. Right. So how do you how do you go about that process? Let's say you guys are looking to build your referral team. Let's say that you're missing a CPA, for example. Right. What you would do is you can approach either your existing referral partners, if you have some, or your best clients, and you say, you know, I'm in the process of expanding my business, and I'm looking for a great CPA that I can partner with and send business to? Do you know anybody that you'd recommend? And I'm I'm only looking for the best of the best. So I'm looking for somebody that you would rate as like an eight, nine, or 10 out of 10, right? Who comes to mind? Now, if they've got somebody for you, they're going to tell you, and and it's really important to be strategic and specific about what you ask for. And I want to make sure before this course is over, this conversation that we talk about asking for referrals, because that's actually the number one challenge that people face is they don't know how to ask for referrals. But staying on this topic of asking for introductions to trusted professionals, it's really as easy as that. I'm looking for a top CPA that I can trust my clients to who do you recommend? Now, what happens is they're going to give you a name or a couple of names of people that they know. You can have that same conversation, and now you can interview five, 10 different CPAs, and you approach them, again, strategically saying, hey, I understand we both serve Joe Smith, and Joe is said that you're an amazing CPA. I'm looking for a great CPA that I can build my business with and refer business to, so I've got some questions for you if you don't mind. And now, you know, we give them the questions in the book of what to ask. There's sort of five power questions we recommend that will extract the information that you need to know to see if this is a fit for you. So it's really simple, but people don't know how to do it. So we give them
1: the blueprint and tell them exactly what to say and how to do it. Yeah, I I think they don't know how to do it. and And because they don't know how to do it, that's where the fear comes in into play. Fear
2: is always a factor of not knowing, or typically, I'm not going to say always because somebody will argue with me, well, 99% of the time is true, but not 100% of the time. Okay, fine. Right? Typically, fear comes because it's false evidence appearing real. We're worried about how somebody's going to perceive us the more empowered we can be the more educated we are on something the more powerful we feel the more confident we feel and when you're confident man you're powerful so that's what we do is help people feel that confidence you've got the words in front of you and one of the other things i teach is the first is the worst okay i've been in business for you know self employed for over two decades now the first time i did anything was the worst i ever did right the first time i did a webinar was the worst it ever was. What happens is first time I did a show like this was the worst I ever did, right? What happened was I learned as a result of taking that first step in faith, uh, I'm just going to take action. And by the way, you trigger the law of attraction with action. It's in the word. If you look at the word attraction, the last two thirds of the word are action. you got to take action. But people get stopped in fear, And so they don't take action. And as a result, they don't have the life that they desire and deserve. So take action every day. Even if you're afraid, the first is the worst. The first time you're going to do it, you may fail, but you're going to fail forward. You're going to learn how to get better. And the next time you're going to improve. What if it's 5% better? What if it's 10%? And if you compound that over 10, 20, 50 times doing a thing, you start to build those 10,000 hours that makes you an expert and a master.
1: Yeah, A- absolutely. So uh, that made me think of something that I watched on TV the other day. I don't know if any of you guys are fans of Bear Grylls, but I was uh, I was watching an episode of Running Wild with Bear Grylls. And, and there's this spot where they just kind of he's just talking to the camera and he was talking about the the guest that was on. I don't even remember who it was, but talking about overcoming fear. Right. Mm. And he said something to the effect of, you know, courage does not mean that you don't have fear. Courage means that you have figured out a way to overcome that fear or to push through that fear. That's right, right. So being courageous doesn't mean that you're not you're still not afraid. You just have to have the courage to take that first step. The first is the worst, and you go forward and, and do it. I think I read that scripture the other day. I can't quote it, but I read it. I totally agree with you. Absolutely, you
2: got to have f- courage and then step forward in faith.
1: Yep, absolutely.
2: So, Brandon, you you have been dubbed. Uh, is it the referral king, I believe. King of referrals. Yeah, I've heard that said before. Yes, sir. All right. The king of referrals. So, I mean, I I can certainly
3: understand and appreciate how that would come about. And I I think what is really unique and just worth mentioning is that, you know, you're not just, you're not just trying to, you know, uh, start uh, another networking group where, you know, people come together and not that there's anything wrong with that. Those are, those are great. Like you said, BNI is great. tip is great. But what you're doing is you're helping to build a framework around these groups and help them to understand the importance of having a process and a structure Correct. around getting the right type of referrals.
2: Yeah, that's correct. Is that a fair statement? It's a fair statement, Landon. And and I say we take it another step forward. So for our HOA Premier Pros, and and people can apply at HOA.com slash Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R. For our HOA.com Premier Pros, what we do is we take it another step further. We actually consult with them. We assess the referral partnerships that they already have in place. Who do you already know, like, and trust and refer business to and receive referrals from. Now, what we find is oftentimes they don't really, they've never created a formal referral partnership. So we give them that referral partner blueprint. And the last page is a one sheet. There's 21 different co-marketing campaigns. You can literally take this into an appointment, sit down and discuss them. And you're going to walk out of that appointment with four five, ten five, 10 different strategies where both people have agreed to cross-promote maybe doing an interview just like this. That's, <laughs> that's one of the 21 strategies is an interview just like this. So I thought it was brilliant and I appreciate the invite. But the other thing that we do once we identify the gaps, right? Cause number one, like we were just meeting with a, an owner of an insurance brokerage the other day. And this guy gave us 12 different names of professionals that he trusts and sends business to but he never really asked them for business or talked about creating a a formal referral partnership with them. Okay. And that's probably true for most of the people that are listening to this conversation right now. So what we do is number one, we empower them. We give them the script, the words to say, but number two, we actually have an HOA.com referral partner manager. We call them an RPM. The RPMs rev up your business. Right. And so the referral partner manager actually reaches out not only to the people that you want to be doing business with that you already know, like, and trust, but also we make strategic introductions within the network. Right. So just the other day, we were connecting a financial advisor with an insurance broker that's looking for a new financial advisor. And we connected her with a mortgage lender that's in that same market. So they were good to go. So we help create those referral partner introductions and then. And keep those people top of mind and make sure that they're connecting at live events like referral mixers.
3: How many different markets are you guys operating in right now, currently? Or are talk to us a little bit more about that? Are these virtual meetings that you're having? Are they in person, kind of a hybrid? What's that looking like right now?
2: Yeah, a great question. It's a combination. Like last Thursday, we had a, a networking event here in Phoenix up at Blue Martini in Scottsdale right? So we brought together dozens of people that are meeting. And then what we do is we connect them and introduce them. We, we bring them together and say, you know, Janice, you need to meet John. And so we actually create that connection, make the introduction, and then create that commonality that gives them both trust and comfort. In Phoenix, we're doing those live. In other markets, we're doing them virtual. The only markets that we've opened the Premier Pro program in is Phoenix, Denver, and Austin. Uh, The next two markets coming online are Boston and Las Vegas and we're ex- expanding market by market but we always look for a local leader we're looking for somebody that either runs an existing referral network or like in the case of Boston we have an insurance broker he's got 600 realtors that he works with and and we have we run uh, over 30 different facebook groups online contractors of groups so in boston i think he's got 4500 contractors that are part of his Contractors of Massachusetts Group, right? So in the local markets, we run these groups and then we help facilitate both live and virtual conversations.
3: Interesting. So, paint us a, paint us a picture over the next three years. What's the expansion of, of HOA.com and what you're doing? What's it look like? Oh, man. Thank you for
2: that. So, <laughs> our goal, what we haven't really talked about is HOAs, right? Isn't that interesting? And that's the first place people go. I love that you said, Austin, at the top of the show, people despise their HOAs. We actually have a long-term mission, not only to have every single HOA in America, there's 371,000 as part of our platform. We want to, I don't want to use the term disrupt. We want to re-engineer the way HOAs are managed because right now it seems like a private police force and the owners of that of that community that's, that's not necessarily what they want. They want compliance. They want to make sure that the houses are painted the right colors and that people don't put their, their trucks on blocks in the front yard. So it doesn't lower the, the property valuations, but the way that the communication works, isn't what it can be. So that's one of our, our, we call it our phase three strategy is to actually build out the tech platform for the HOAs themselves to better connect Communicate and celebrate in their community. Now, one of the things we haven't talked about too is referral rewards. Now, this is something that we recommend everybody takes a look at for your business. Not all industries allow it, but for those that do, you should consider integrating a referral rewards program in your practice. Now, you've seen this when you go into the dentist, right? Refer us and and get fifty bucks or a gift card to the movies, whatever the case may be. Be entered to win. What we do at HOA.com is those bros that are part of our platform have the opportunity to identify what they're willing to offer the community in referral rewards. So I was just talking to somebody that runs a garage door maintenance company. He said, look, I'm happy to pay $50 per exclusive referral. Unlike Angie's list, ours are all exclusive. We actually create a custom phone number for you. When somebody calls you through our platform, it rings directly to your phone. We record the call for quality assurance insurance purposes. And then we bill, if they're part of the referral rewards, we bill for that opportunity that we've just created. Right. And so in the case of, of that garage door repairman, he was willing to pay $50 per referral. If we generate 10 referrals per month, that's $500. We take that and we pay out half of that to the community. So we reinvest back into the people that introduce the professionals and the homeowners to really create, we call it mailbox money, but just the opportunity for everybody to win together. So that's part of the the program and the platform. But when we look forward, we want HOA.com to be on all the billboards and to be on TV kind of as that co-op if you will. You think about Angie's List and Home Advisor, which is actually one company, most people don't realize that's one company that owns both brands, multi-billion dollar company. We're after them. All
3: right. So big, big plans is what you're, what you're saying here.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I I think he did. Yeah. I think he just put Angie's List on notice. (laughs) (laughs) You
2: heard it here first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or Angie now they've rebranded. It's now just A-N-G-I,
2: Angie.com. There you go. Give them a plug since we're coming after them.
1: Yeah, might as well. So uh, I guess just clarify real quick then because, you know, Angie's List is essentially customer facing. Yep. And you obviously know this way better than I do. But sure. customer facing, my understanding is that all these pros that are on Angie's List or Home Advisor are paying to be on there but they're also then not getting an exclusive correct. lead. That's correct.
2: Yeah, and a lot of our home service pros that are listening right now know this very well because they're on Angie's List, or home advisor, and I won't comment about the feedback that we typically get from pros that are on those networks. It's a little bit of a love-hate relationship. They love the business. They don't love the practices so much yep. because they really have to compete. What happens is if you fill out a form on one of those sites, then you're going to get blasted. You're going to absolutely get bombarded with companies that have to compete for your business and they teach speed to lead. And so within 10 minutes, like I heard our chief revenue officer tells this story. He went on home advisor and within 10 minutes, he had 20 different voicemails, text phone calls, text messages, and emails from the three companies that had bought his lead.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, the same thing happens on Realtor. dot com. Sure. So uh, there's a specific house that my wife and I wanted to see. Yeah. The chances of us buying it were were pretty slim. Yep. So we didn't want to call our realtor and say, "Drive to Scottsdale with us. We live in <laughs> right. Gilbert, right? To right. go see this house. We just, but we do want to see it and see if there was any possibility that it made sense for us. Sure. I made the mistake of clicking on the button that said request a showing or something like that. Right. Thinking that just above where it listed the, the sales agent, the seller's agent, that that's who it was going to lead me to. But no, it led me to like three or four different buyer's agents that all emailed and called me within 30 minutes chaos to help me with my, you know, with my search. Well, that, that wasn't the intent I had. I then had to call my friend who was the realtor and say, this is what I'm doing. Right. Can you give me the seller's agent number? And I called the seller's agent direct And he met me there and gave me the showing, but it's the same thing. It is. It's that speed to lead. It goes out to multiple people and the consumer gets bombarded. Correct. That's right. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like the process. So I, I, I appreciate the way that you guys are doing it. And I think that, you know, obviously the, the consulting aspect that you guys are doing behind to help the business owners truly build their businesses based on referrals. Yes, sir. I think is powerful.
2: Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're fans of the program ourselves and, and I, I know we only have a few minutes left here. I want to talk about asking for referrals guys, because this is the number one flaw in people's business. This is the number one mistake that business owners make. So if you're listening right now, maybe you're not in home services, maybe you're in the B2B world. You've got to ASK to GET, ask to get. Now I was fortunate enough to learn this lesson back in 2004 uh, I, I have been mentored ever since by Mark Victor Hansen, the author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. And this is one of the, the primary things that he taught me. And my kids have it just drilled into their brain. I know, Dad, I've got to ask to G.E.T. <laughs> I was talking to the owner of an insurance brokerage the other day, and, and I was asking him about asking his clients for, for referrals. And he said, I just don't feel comfortable. Like, I don't want them to feel awkward. When I ask, I said, that's because you're doing it wrong. Okay, so how do you really ask for referrals effectively, powerfully, and and make them comfortable giving you referrals? Number one, you start in that initial client meeting. Okay, and the conversation goes like this: after you've sat down with a client and you've spent some time with them, you've built rapport, you've assessed their needs, done the needs analysis, and you've kind of solved their initial concerns and answered your questions. Before you let them leave, say, you know, I've got just one question in favor to ask you before you go. Would it be okay if down the road, right, once I've sort of proven myself to you and you're happy with the service that I provided, would it be okay since most of my business comes from referral, would it be okay if I ask you for a referral then at a later date? Right. And often these clients are actually referred by somebody else. And so then you say, you know, Landon was kind enough to refer you to me and I'm so glad he did. Right. Isn't Landon just amazing? You can, you can affirm and edify the person who referred you the business to begin with. Then you say, I want to help your friends just like Landon is helping you connect to me. Okay. Now you've set the stage. It's the easiest conversation to ask for because you're not really asking for anything yet. Okay, so there's three phases to this. One is to get their permission early on in the process when you first start working with a client. If I do exceedingly well and you're thrilled with what I do for you, would you be willing to give me a referral or may I ask for a referral at a later date? They always say yes. Why wouldn't they? Then, number two, you got to look for the referral triggers. And this is all outlined in the book. This is what we teach. But a referral trigger, the simplest way to think about it is an expression of gratitude. Okay? At some point, as you're helping that client, they're going to say, oh, thank you so much, Landon. Thank you so much, Austin. I'm so grateful that you helped me make more money, help me save money, help me get back my time, my freedom, protect my family, ensure my legacy, whatever it is. That you deliver, whatever that benefit is that you deliver to your client, once you hear that, that's a referral trigger. Once you hear a referral trigger, now you say, I'm so glad you feel that way. Remember at the beginning, I said, if at in the future, if you felt like I'd done a great job for you, you, you said that you'd be willing to have me ask you for referrals. Well, I'd love to help your friends, your family, your clients, your social sphere, just like I'm helping you, right? Who do you know that would be, and and you can get more strategic and specific, it depends on your business, but the basics to dumb it down for the average person, who do you know that would also benefit from this type of service and experience? So number one, set the stage in advance. Number two, look for the referral triggers. And then number three, ASK to GET. You do that and you'll succeed. And this
1: insurance broker said, wow, I've never thought about it like that. That makes so much sense. Doesn't it? It does. And I think Landon and I are pretty good at the process. We're just not very good at always identifying the triggers and then asking. Nice. So we, I think we're really good because we use some of the exact same language that Beautiful. you just used, but we don't always take the opportunity when it's there in front of us.
2: Yeah. And you're missing out, right? That's like three feet from gold. If you've ever read that book, right? Yeah. You're standing or acres of diamonds, you're standing on acres of diamonds and you don't even know it. So as soon as you hear that referral trigger, that's when it's time to ask, but it's even more powerful if you set the stage up
1: front. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I've appreciated the conversation. I know Landon has as well. Landon, I'm going to give you the final word word and take us home.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I certainly did uh, get a ton of value from the conversation. So Brandon, we sure appreciate you making the time to join us in the studio and sharing all your insights. So Undoubtedly, there will be some people that want to follow up on this conversation. I'm sure you've got some free resources out there. Uh, people can connect with you on LinkedIn. Uh, where, where do you want to drive people to uh, to meet or can try to connect with you?
2: Yeah, LinkedIn is an, is an awesome platform. So check me out at LinkedIn. Brandon Barnum is great. Um, you can go to HOA.com slash pro if you're interested in becoming a certified pro or HOA.com slash premier If you're interested in that program, take a look. And, uh, yeah, the other place you can email me, Brandon at ravingreferrals.com, Brandon at ravingreferrals.com. The website is still hidden. So you won't see that website up quite yet, but it's coming in September. All right. Fantastic. And when should we
3: roughly expect your book to come out? In September. Oh, in September. Got Correct. it. Okay. Well, we, we will certainly keep an eye out for that. And, um, I will make sure that uh, I will, I'm on the the pre-order list so that I can get one of those books and read it. And I'm looking forward to it. So Brandon, thank you so much for joining us today. And we look forward to uh, following your continued success.
2: Hey, my pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for what you do. It really makes a difference. It's guys like you that are out there empowering business owners and equipping them to make a difference in their lives and achieve that financial freedom that we all came here to America to experience and enjoy. We appreciate that. Thanks a lot, Brandon. My pleasure.
0: You've been listening to Tycoons of Small Biz, proudly hosted by Austin Peterson and Landon Mance. Austin and Landon are comprehensive financial planning professionals specializing in financial, estate, and succession planning for small business owners.